Welcome to In Defense of Humanity. My name is Osteris Oz Miller. Um, today, for this quick update, I am joined by Khalid Johnson. Um, Khalid, the audience is quite familiar with you. Thank you for joining me. Um, so, this is just going to be a quick update, less than hopefully 10, 12 minutes. Basically, we're just going to address everything that's happening in the media. Nehemiah Johnson couldn't join us. Uh, Nehemiah Johnson has several other career pathways, so we might be addressing that later as well. But currently, the task at hand is we're going to talk about several issues. Um, Khalid Johnson, will you get us started, please? Um, when I was approached, Osteris said that he felt that he had to, you know, that the podcast had to address the controversies happening in the world, such as the invasion of human, the violation of human rights, um, such as these hysterectomies, these forced hysterectomies that have been um, forced on detainees, um, and the various issues with QAnon. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Khalid, um, I'm. This is why I brought you on the podcast specifically, because. Um, in the what five five six years that I've known you, we've we've discussed human rights violations perpetuated upon all all peoples, inc but especially minority groups. Um, I remember us talking, uh, was it four years ago now, about forced sterilization in America mm -hmm. up until the seventies, and so we see perpetuated through social media. People are getting upset, and for good reason and and you know discontent with the world because they notice things like this happening but to us as minorities we have always known these things happen right with the japanese concentration camps even though we like to call them internment camps they were indeed concentration camps which obviously inspired other systems of oppressing people throughout europe and asia um, fill in the gaps, Russia, um, right now, China with the Uyghurs. We had um, the Nazis, of course. We had it in slews of places. Africa, the entire continent, is, is not angelic in this sense. They are not um, absolved from guilt. Almost Africa every continent. Africa just popped out. Af I, I heard, I want to say it was Nigeria. Mm. Just ruled recently that um, rapists are to be castrated. Oh. Oh wow! So, so you see, um, these are these are issues that should be addressed because this right there, the castration of people who are deemed, um, well, obviously rapists have committed what Americans would c consider one of the seven deadly sins, a crime of passion. Um, or a crime of power corruption, which it is, is, rape, it is, which a, is unacceptable. It's a crass and it's a it's a horrible invasion of human rights. It is a horrible yeah. invasion of people's personal autonomy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, um, mm -hmm. You'll get no argument from me about that whatsoever. Um, sexual violence, uh, violence of any root, is unacceptable. 
perpetuated on another person, on a group of other people. Um, it's unacceptable. However, right, um, we've noticed that a system of mass incarceration um, perpetuates recidivism. Uh, and we've noticed that problems like this, whenever the mass is allowed to make rules, right? Democracy is a beautiful thing until the people who are using the democratic process decide that we want to revert 8,000 years, an eye for an eye. And sure, at first it seems logical. Oh, murder is wrong, pro-life. Unless you consciously do something evil to someone else, because in that case, murder is all right. You know, in South Africa, I think it was less than 70 years ago, um, people who were deemed uh, outside of normal spectrum of sexuality, uh, heterosexual is obviously what they were talking about, not necessarily the case whatsoever to say that someone's sexuality is not normal whenever these variances of love have existed as long as species have existed. We see um, asexual beings in the world. We see swans and, and corvids and other types of animals pairing up, bonobos pairing up. But in specifically in South Africa, these people were being castrated. Um, these people were being you know, sterilized because they thought, well, if some of these people are gay, and they so choose to decide to have children and they're passing on those genes. So we're just going to take them out of the loop. So we're not going to try. We're going to convert them, but we're going to make sure that they don't pass on those genes so that we don't have to continue this process. They were basically committing mass genocide, um, generational genocide onto people because they suspected that they would be atypical. Right. And this mm -hmm. happened in the U.S., right? We talk about the criminalization of mental illness, right? Instead of getting someone the help they need, we throw them in a, a concrete box. That the being criminalization said, of being any marginalized group, honestly. Yeah, without a doubt. Um, to fall back to, we have the Tuskegee trials, which we talked about a little bit with Sam Flagg where men were forcibly, men and women um, were forcibly without direct consent, right? They, they said, hey, we're going to do things. They didn't exactly tell them because, you know, you need a double blind study. So giving people syphilis, which is a, a disease that makes people go insane. Once again, the sterilizations happening, I do believe up until the 70s, 80s. I could be wrong about that. I hope it's no later than that. But I, I would hope that it had never happened at all. Yet now we see that it, it actually wasn't until the 80s. It wasn't until it hasn't stopped. You know, one of these doctors is addressed as the wound collector, which is a problem. I mean, I mean, we, we, we've always had situations. I think it's because of this idea of superiority, racial superiority mm -hmm. or religious superiority, where, you know, groups feel it appropriate to persecute other groups um and you know 
that persecution often comes with, you know, violence. Mm. Whether that be the majority being okay and consenting to state violence, such as, mm. you know, what is happening within these within these uh, detention centers and camps and whatnot, or mm. um, or you know things like QAnon and you know basically leading witch hunts against against these groups that would otherwise be proven innocent. You know, mm-hmm. absolutely. And people often. Americans, I'll say, North Americans, really, um, Canadians, uh, f- for the most part, even Mexicans, um, other countries, because there aren't just three countries in North America. I hate to address this on the podcast, a quick geography lesson. I do believe there are 21 countries if we consider North Central America. However, that's not the reason for this podcast. We can do geography another time. Um, but it's it's a folly, um, a folie a deux, right? Uh, an issue, a twofold issue, a false dilemma. We think that these bad things can only happen in another country, but whenever we do them as a nation, right? If we are, you know, for the current system, if we're for the current government, right, with our head of state, then you know we have reason to do this. We have justification. These people have broken our our sovereignty. They have invaded our nation. They had problems. The easiest way for the doctor to handle it was just to remove the thing that caused the problem, remove the uterus. This is unacceptable. You know, whenever people are justifying the violation of someone's body, regardless, regardless of citizenship, just as Benjamin Franklin, right, went to France and had the right to life, liberty, even though he was a diplomat, diplomatic sovereignty was not really a thing in the 1700s, right? They could have killed him. What what could we have done? Just as people who come here for amnesty, even if they're denied, you have rights to life, liberty, and the protection of personhood, right? Forget about this property. Forget about it. We're talking about the universal rights of humans, just just to address that. But yeah, with this QAnon, Khalid Johnson, will you really quickly explain what QAnon is for us? From my knowledge, and it's probably it's probably a smidge less educated than I. I don't even want to say would like to be, but I'm a bit less educated than one probably should be. However, if I'm not mistaken, the whole QAnon thing started during. Hillary Clinton's run for president, where she was basically accused of participating in a pedophile, pedophilic ring. Um, you know, the sex trafficked little kids, the might took it upon themselves in their indignation and uh, disapproval to then go into a pizza shop with a gun and uh, mm. proceed to shoot it up. And so, since that time period, there's basically been almost uh witch trials of people being accused of being pedophiles and you know contributing to pedophilic cabals Mm -hmm. i think you i think you address that quite well i do 
like your use of the term cabal as a group who's like sort of under the cut occult cultish activities but realistically how do you feel about QAnon as a let's talk about what the movement is against right more actors than we would like to believe more famous people than we would like to believe are said to be in these pedophilic cults do do you believe this i believe that pedophilia is out there and i believe Mm -hmm. as opposed to igniting witch hunts you know i mean yes it's good to be vigilant because pedophilic acts are horrible Mm -hmm. and should not be allowed to continue within within our world period but absolutely crying wolf with nothing but i I wouldn't i wouldn't even say any kind basically just crying wolf with no with no facts no underlying information does nothing but further divide the country divide people because you know you're believing that uh, everyone is you're believing the worst of everyone and it does not help that a lot of it feels very racially motivated especially because not racially and politically motivated and i think i mean more so politically um in the sense that when you hear talks of QAnon, you know they champion trump mm. as this religious figure that is going to basically bring us to the promised land where all pedophiles are exposed and and you know we are as a people are all saved it's fanatical and fanaticism is never healthy it it's playing to our already very divided country and our very divided state as human beings and so mm. all that's happening is you're crying wolf and Acts of violence virtually are perpetuated. Acts of violence physically are perpetuated because the thought process is one thing that will connect us across the aisles is nobody wants to see any harm, especially sexual harm, come to children. And this is true. But all that crying wolf does because you politically disagree with somebody, all that that does is um, necessarily taint somebody's reputation and cast them in a bad light, despite them being innocent. Yeah, I definitely hear you. Linda Park, an actress who is in Star Trek, she addressed the issue with QAnon being false community wellness group, like a group that's established to sort of be, to be a helper to mental health, to helping people get over it, you know, as like an aid to trauma. However, they're taking advantage of like a consciousness community. They're subverting our own consciousness in place of their ends. You know, because logically, right, people who are in QAnon or people who are, I don't even know how to address QAnon. It's, yeah, I don't think it's like a movement or anything, but people who are involved with this QAnon aspect of the internet, I assume more than one of them has had unfortunate encounter unfortunate incidents happen with a celebrity i don't doubt that i think whenever you get into a forum though these things start to perpetuate and amplify exponentially i think if you say hey khalid johnson looked at me badly within two weeks khalid johnson's out here killing people 
you know, it, it does definitely get amplified. So I'm not saying some of these celebrities, some of these wealthy people out here are not that. I'm just saying we have to think logically before we make these accusations, as you said. Is there anything else happening in the world that should be addressed? Obviously, we see California, uh, Oregon, Washington, much of Pacific West is burning. We see that. How do we provide resources to ameliorate it? Well, we have local wilderness firefighters handling these problems. We have state, city, volunteer firefighters. We have Air National Guard, National Guard doing their best to extinguish these fires. As of now, I do believe the fires are not even close to being controlled. I could be wrong about that, but I do not believe they're be- they're close to being controlled. Would you agree with that? Of course, of course, of course I agree. I also say the the management of these situations is incredibly poor because as opposed to looking at it and thinking, "Hey, we could definitely afford to do better as far as, you know, our stances on climate change. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. We instead are like, doesn't exist. Yeah. Yeah. We know fire season is a thing whenever it gets hotter and drier. We know that forest fires are a natural occurrence. We also know definitively that whenever we stop smaller fires from burning dry brush, right, to let's say protect our $200 million home that we decided to build in Joshua Tree. Okay. We stopped these smaller fires to stop our own home that we chose to build during dry season or that we chose to put our house that is in, in the way of a potential fire during the dry season. So we stopped them. And then whenever a big fire happens, all of the brush that is around is capable of igniting. It, it's, it's hard to say, right? It's hard to, to tell people, hey, these smaller fires may be terrible for an individual. You know, if we want to think like a pragmatist or even a consequentialist, these smaller fires are going to be terrible. We're going to remember them and we're not going to like them. But I guarantee smaller fires are better than allowing an entire environment of a biome to be destroyed. Biodiversity is down. Many of the trees can only reproduce after forest fires. But whenever forest fires happen this long, this hot, those seeds are unviable. Because sure, you can get charred on the outside, small forest fire, nothing. The ground is now fertile with all the, the carbon that has dropped down. Nitrification happens because of the bacteria. The seeds go in the ground. They grow into the trees that will then be sustainable until the next fire. But if, if a fire burns this hot, this long, nothing survives. So there could be entire species lost. And then we think, oh, what's the problem with trees dying? At least people don't die. And yeah, we want to save everyone. We do. We do. I'm not saying not to save everyone. What I'm saying is if your life is so important, as I believe, as Khalid believes, your lives are important. Why would you continually rebuild your health in these places, right? This is like whenever individuals choose to live on the coast knowing that their home will get destroyed in hurricane season. Right? I mean, people people love extravagant living. And unfortunately, uh, unfortunately, that is a, 
that is that is a very unfortunate part of um of the world we live in. People are so are so caught up on what can they do for themselves that you know they feel like things don't apply to them, right? That they're the exceptions, and you know that um, that is that is the issue with you know our system as it breeds selfishness. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And of course, let's not forget, um, what are we on? We're on month six, seven of um, not mandated, but recommended self-quarantining. As we see, New Zealand's down to zero cases, of course. Australia is not doing too hot compared to New Zealand, but they're doing better than us. Italy's down, uh, which had the, the massive spike in the beginning. But now, obviously, we've overtaken them. Who else? China's down, even though China's made up of several autonomous units. Once again, not a geography lesson. But the country that we know as the People's Republic of China is down. Uh, So we're left. You know, once again, I'm telling people on the podcast, if if you've been handling your money right, then you have an opportunity. You can stay in Canada for six months. The borders are still open. You know, go ahead and get yourself an Airbnb somewhere in Canada. Wait it out. Why not? Don't go to Florida. Khalid? Mm. I what do you have to say? <laughs> I mean, I I think that the uh, the sheer amount of once again this whole idea of of it not applying to us is a show of privilege, honestly. A show a show of privilege. And in the case of us as America, we've um, we really worn that here on our sleeves. And in wearing that on our sleeve, we've also exposed the vulnerable. Um, we have we have horribly managed this entire situation, whereas you see. Many countries, you know, reporting virtually no cases and us still at the height of our stuff. I mean, sure, we're tapering off a little bit, but we we still are one of the leaders as far as cases right now, if not the leader. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Absolutely. So, so what now, Khalid? We have to, uh, we have to hope that people have the ability to, you know, exercise caution and, um, and, and proceed in a way that they know is healthier. Interesting. Well, Khalid, I do appreciate you for coming on here. This was longer than 10 minutes. Uh, But I felt like we needed to address more things than what I initially thought. You know, everyone, this is Khalid Johnson, our artist of the week. The last thing I have to say is stay woke. You know, be out there. Our current focus is on police brutality, the virus, 
do not change focus of your social media back to monuments. We can cut down monuments on any day of the week. What we have to do is guarantee our civil liberties currently. Khalid, do you have anything to say? Even though, um, even though protests have died down, you know, as the summer came to a close and we have gotten back to our more normal proceedings, black people are still facing brutality and oppression at the hands of a system that has never favored or been for them. Mm. And mm. people of color are still subjected to conditions that would never um, typically befall a white person, a person with more privilege. And so just mm-hmm. because these things, you know, are in the news at one moment and gather traction and then fizzle out doesn't mean that we should continue to allow it to do so. Absolutely. Small and... change is not is is not enough. Naming a street mm-hmm. Black Lives Matter street or anything like that is not enough. Giving Brianna Taylor's parent $12 million in a settlement is not enough when there is no real justice. So I would I would I would hope that we would all continue to fight for real justice for oppressed people. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I just like to also say there are several um, indigenous films that are out as of now also for Navajo Nation, Diné people, COVID cases are dropping considerably. And I do feel it's an overlooked community in the media, but COVID cases are dropping as of today in Navajo country, which is technically most of the West Navajo country, um, as well as other indigenous groups. We still have a long way to go. Our healthcare system is not well established there, and it is of no fault of their own. They're brilliant doctors working on reservations. The problem is not the doctors who are working on reservations. The problem is the fact that we have reservations at all. That is an issue that, once again, can be addressed in another podcast. I recommend the film Gather Film if anyone is out there who would like to watch it. It should be available, video on demand in the U.S., Canada, and the U.K., other countries as well, soon to come. It's on iTunes, of course. Um, So Gather Film addresses the current state of the indigenous peoples in Turtle Island, Hawaii, and everywhere. Because there are indigenous people everywhere, and we, we forget to address that. The First Nations. So that also must be addressed. I need everyone to understand that even though in defense of humanity, we usually talk about minority groups, we're not seeing all of us as a microcosm. We recognize each individual group. We have not forgotten any of our brothers, sisters, siblings in any other group. We have not forgotten our our brothers, sisters, siblings who consider themselves white. We haven't. If you're a racist, it's it's not okay. 
but I know one day you could find the light. If anyone would like to get into contact with someone who can help, we will leave things in the description below. Numbers to helplines all across the country and across the world. So if you need to talk to anyone, you can do that. If you need to email and chat with us, you can reach us at idopod at gmail.com. That is I-D-O-H-P-O-D at gmail.com. So if you need anything from us, if you want to discuss the topics of this podcast, please email us there and we can address it. If you would like to speak to any of our guests, send an email there and we'll get you in contact with them. Uh, That is all. Thank you for listening. Once again, stay woke. Stay alive. Do your best. Wear your mask. If you can, please stay safe out there. Recognize the oppression that's happening. Recognize your privilege. If you are someone who's being told that you have privilege, don't argue. Just just think about it. All right. Khalid, is there anything else? No. All right. That's in defense of humanity. Have a nice night.